Good Company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. So I've got this <laughs> cold. Well, I think it's just allergies. We haven't had rain here for like months and then it just rained at the weekend and I think all the pollen and all that kind of jazz just went straight to my head. And I spent all day yesterday watching Made in Chelsea on the couch and I'm just like so not inspired right now, like so not inspired. And yet there's still work to be done. <laughs> so right. today I thought we could explore this idea because we all have these moments. It's almost part of a cycle, right? Like it's when we're never always in a state of flow and creation. There's always a lull period. And I just thought maybe we could have a chat about what to do when we're in this. Oh, I seriously can't be fucked place and also like couldn't feel more gross in myself or like haven't stopped crying for two days or you know whatever it is because when you're building a business that relies on that ability to show up and communicate and you and I both have value consistency in you know we've all seen the people who've just like disappeared for six months and then come back on and being like, hey, what's up? I'm feeling really, really I've been that person. (laughs) I I was that person. (laughs) But now, like, I see you posting and I see you, like, you know, not sure, and for me too, like, I don't know really what to say, but I'm just going to say something and keep the conversation there. I'm going to keep showing up. But it's not easy. Especially if, like, if we each had our own social media managers who were crafting our content based on shit we'd said before and, you know, pulling it all out and blah, 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 easy street. Yeah, or even just, like, using one of those, like, recur posts or whatever, you know, meet Edgar to, like, sift through your old content and, like, put it out there. I don't know that that gets any reach these days anyway, but, like, you know, then it would be different. But for me, that's not the way I like to show up. No. And for me, what I found is um, I feel like, um, and I was talking to a friend the other day, and we were both kind of agreeing that for a while, some of my posting on socials has been a little bit vanilla, might be the word (laughs) I would use, safe. As someone who values authenticity and showing up and keeping it real, I found it really, really hard to do that when I absolutely didn't want to be real and honest. So I was just hiding in my content, really, and just like sharing whatever felt safe for me because everything else was feeling kind of shaky ground. And also, I'm growing a business here. Like, I don't want to be sharing you know, like it's not, for me, um, it's not a dear diary. But when you have a personal brand, it kind of is as well. Yeah. And it's hard to show up when you're like, I just want to hide from the world. So I'm kind of giving myself a whole lot of slack for, you know, posting a little vanilla 
you know, maybe reach or engagement has been a little bit down because I think people can sense when you're not really there. But there are ways that I have found to make it easier for myself. And uh, that is definitely to do with thinking always, how can I help? Like that just sends me into like what is happening today? What has happened the last week? What do I know that could help someone today? And that's honestly what I go back to all the time. And it's not like I have to share all the gory ins and outs of my life in order to be able to find something in it that could be useful for someone else. Because I think our job is to help people. <laughs> Most of us are showing up in order to be able to to assist or serve or, or you know, if that's just sharing our own stuff, we do it not for ourselves. We're doing it for other people. And so sometimes when I've been all a bit poopy, I just think like, what do I know that can help? What's a recipe that I love? You know, even if it's just sort of coming back to that basic stuff, what have I already, what have I already said before? Or what can um, I, you know, reinvent and not overcomplicate it for myself? but just keep that consistency of showing up daily going. Yeah, I think for me, um, what I do when I'm in these places is exactly what we're doing right now. So I think about, you know, where am I right now? And then there's always a lesson in that, right? So for me, because I'm sharing about a lot about creativity and you know, honesty and all that kind of jazz. It's like, for me, it's like, well, okay, I'm in this place where I'm not feeling creative at all. I'm mm. not feeling the flow. I feel all kinds of head fucked. So that is my content. Right. Yes. Yeah. You are very good at being able to share like without filter. That's your strength. <laughs> yeah. The TMI girl. That's yeah, what I used to be I, called at school. <laughs> I, I must say I was just looking through Instagram like, there she is with the coffee cup. Yeah. I can't even say With that. a very inappropriate re- coffee cup. <laughs> My favourite coffee cup. It has the C word it on is. it, people. Um, so, but, but that's the way that I approach it, right? But that, that's very on, that's very on brand for me because I, like, I don't right. even think about myself as a brand. I just am me and I'm just sharing my journey. And so if I'm feeling like very uninspired, I share that with the world because it's like, we all have these moments, but the issue comes when we start to shame ourselves for having this instead of just accepting that it's part of a creative cycle. It's part of a, a greater cycle. We will have those, those periods where we're really in a space of creation and we're inspired and we're in flow. And then we're going to have these other periods where we just are totally repelled and disgusted by ourselves. And we're like, shut the fuck up. I'm so sick of, you know, like, you know, those moments, right? When you're just like, oh yeah. my God, I'm so sick of hearing you speak the same shit. Shut up. I or, get TML yeah. too much Lisa. Yeah, like, exactly. Too much Lisa. <laughs> and then there's other moments where I'm just so bored of talking about fucking spirituality or shame or, you know, I'm like, just shut up. And then there's other moments where I, you can't shut me up because I've just got so right. much to say. Right. 
Oh my gosh. I the other night I had I was just like I have never been someone who shared quotes and stuff. Yeah. But suddenly I'm like, I've just got this stuff to say. And so I've been using Canva as a place to just like dump a thought and I'll just write it out and save it. And I've got like 10 in there and I just want to post them all like right now because I need to say it because I'm not very good at holding back if there's something to say, you know? Yes. But I have found that a really, really good way for me when I am having those moments of just like, oh, my gosh, I've got to share the, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've got to save that. I actually have now downloaded Evernote to my phone, which is not something I've ever done before. So I can just grab stuff and put it there for when I'm feeling a little less than inspired. The freaky thing is, is that I can go back to Evernote and look at something I've written and go, what the fuck was that? Oh, totally. I, I just use I'm notes like, in. What the hell, what the hell was I actually trying to yeah, say? Yeah. Hang on. I'm sure that was relevant to life in some shape or form, but it's gone. So that's why I'm finding writing these, like getting it into Canva in a way that kind of makes sense to me is like, I know exactly how I can create a post from that. And it's really. That's really refreshing. That's like me getting ahead on a whole new level. And it just doesn't rely on me being motivated each day. Yeah. To find something to say. I can I can head back into that. Um, but you know, something that has definitely happened that I've definitely seen um doing this group coaching is that there's some people who are more inclined to show up. Like it's for people like you and me, we're like, this is our jam, this is what we do. But some people really struggle. And I do think well, I think a- we are the kind of people that were probably in class and putting up our hand. I know the answer oh. to that one. I know the answer to that one. Like yep. it's 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 it is natural for us to be sitting at the front of the class, right? Because that's just who we mm. were. We've never really experienced what it's like to. I mean, I've felt invisible for sure, but I've but I've always been a person who raises their hand. Same here. Like so much that, yeah. That was like my where other identity. people were like, "Oh my god, I'm too like, much, Lisa." <laughs> I was public speaking captain all through high school, like year eight, year eleven, and then I was school captain. I like the mic, you know. Give me, I, I like talking. I love that, <laughs> and um, but I did. I actually felt a lot of shame about that for a long time. Yeah. I shamed um, that part of me for a very long time. I was yeah. the person who used to get my friends and go away, like get out of class and go make up a dance and then come and perform it to the entire year, like dorky. But, and then I, and then I got to high school and that was not cool. And so cool. it was like, I shamed that part of myself for a very long time. And I'm only just starting to peel back the layers of that performer Carly, you know, that mm-hmm. the artist Carly, but, um, mm. yeah. <laughs> that that was a little side tangent. Well, that's, now I'm just picturing you like in leg warmers or something. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but what, what I've seen is is that for the people who really it that communication doesn't come naturally, there has been people who've decided to hire someone to help them with social media who can go through their content, work out what they're trying to say and help them craft it. And I love that because it's it's taking responsibility for the fact that that's the gap in their business because I just don't think it's possible to have a 
a business online where you're not engaging with people, you're not sharing content. And on the flip of that, we don't want to get in the position where we're shaming ourselves for not being the person that's going, hey, hey, look at me, look at me. Exactly. If that's not your, your vibe, that's fine. You can still have a business online. Just get someone else to help you fill that gap. Just like I don't, I'm never going to understand Facebook ads, so I need someone to do that for me. But, you know, if you like that, you can do that. But, yeah, I just, I feel like um, I've really appreciated seeing that. And I and I do think that my business will get to a point where, I mean, I say so much stuff. Carly, we don't even promote this podcast. I know. It's just like done. Hey, guys, if you want to do it for us, that would be really fabulous. If there is anyone who is looking to get trained up, I'm literally like it's my next hire is someone to join the team as a social media um, manager. I have got all the content. I've said so much over the years and I would love to have this podcast out there and driving people towards it because it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I actually have made a few notes. Do you mind oh. it while we've been talking? Hello. She, <laughs> oh. She's uninspired and now she's Well, like, this oh. is, I know, but this is the point, right? This is one of the points that I'd written down. Sometimes the hardest part is actually getting our shoes on to go for the run, right? It's not the run. It's getting yes. our shoes up to go for the run. So in, in that kind of situation, the reason I often show up in that, you know what, I don't feel like showing up today. So I'm going to show up and share that I don't feel like showing up today. Because once I put those runners on, like that, that's the hardest part. We've just got to get moving sometimes. So there's that aspect, right? Because then once we've done that, where we can, we can find ourselves in the flow. It's like, you know, most artists, most professional artists don't wait to be inspired in order to paint. It's a practice. They show up and they paint and they paint and they paint. So there's that aspect, right? And then just to provide contrast, because sometimes that's my role in life, (laughs) to provide contrast to that, sometimes it is equally okay for us really to honour that we don't want to show up. There are days where I do go completely into hiding and don't share what's going on because I don't, I really don't feel like it. And that Mm. is okay. The problem is when we allow that to be an excuse that, that stops us showing up Mm. consistently over a long period of time. Consistency doesn't mean I show up three times a day yeah. every day. It means you show up for the same message in a consistent manner, whether that is once every day or whether that is, you know, we all have these creative cycles. So when I'm feeling really inspired, I'll show up more. And then on those days where I don't feel inspired, I might show up one here, take a day off, you know, show up again, take a day off. Like it, it's just that overall it is really consistent. And then there's also things that I show up consistently for with no, there are no negotiables around it. And that is this podcast, which is why we're talking right now, even though I feel like being in bed watching more Made in Chelsea and drinking coconut milk fucking cacao drink. I'd, I'd probably rather be doing that, but not that I'd rather be doing it now that I'm here. But had you asked me 15 minutes ago, I would have said I'd rather be in bed drinking cacao and watching Mating Chelsea. But, you know, but I showed up. So because it's a non-negotiable and my podcast is a non-negotiable, even if I have to record that fucker because I've forgotten the night before, I'll do it regardless of how I'm feeling. 
because I, I just have to. It's less about motivation and it's more about commitment. What have you made a commitment to? And, and then being integral to that commitment. Yeah. But then giving yourself some slack. Like I'm yeah. full of giving myself some, some slack. And, you know, I absolutely know that there has been times this year where I would have gone three days, four days maybe without posting shit. And I don't care at all, but I know that my regular rhythm is will come back. Serves. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I've been doing it long enough to know that my regular rhythm is my regular rhythm, that I am able to stick to that and honour that, and that if there's extenuating circumstances, that's fine. But trying to make it easier for myself and knowing that there's there's a kind of collection of things there ready to go if the moment doesn't strike us. Because I think maybe you you and I are probably an anomaly in terms of, I think a lot of people schedule their Facebook posts. I don't think a lot of people yeah, I can't, think about actually, it. Actually, I had just written down, it also depends on your end game and your intention. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, you know, there are definitely people who do scheduling and it doesn't matter. Like Denise does that really well, right? Like Denise Duffield Thomas does great scheduling stuff and repurposing of content and all that kind of jazz. And that's cool. That's her. She knows what her end game is and she's going. For me, that showing up is about sharing. It's about sharing where I'm at. And so that's my intention. So if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to be showing it. You know, Mm. I, I might show up. I might not. And that's okay. So, but, but my, my end game isn't to, to, you know, drive people into a funnel or anything like that. It's really just me showing up and sharing. That's, that's my intention and that's my end game. Yeah. And, you know, uh, when I was just in San Diego recently, <laughs> my question, cause I've, because I'm promoting two different businesses, basically. My question was like, who am I? Who am I being on social media? I don't know who to be. And they're like, just be who you are. I'm like, but I can't. Like I was overcomplicating it yeah. for myself because I felt like, am I the small steps, Lisa? Am I the, you know, keeping video real, Lisa? Like who am I? And then I realized, oh, yeah, I am just one person. My message is very similar along both and I can probably encompass it all but just trust that whatever I am right now is going to be like I can only so I have two theories on this I don't know whether I have been limiting my business growth by keeping control of social media like it's so personal that I don't know whether that's healthy or whether my business continues to grow because I make social media personal. You know, I'm just like in these two camps about it. And I can see like a lot of the people in my in my mastermind, you know, it's you know, it's one hundred percent business. And you know, but, you know, people- I when you say that, I think both are true. Mm. You know, you it doesn't have to be either or, like both can be no. true. It can be true that your business is growing due to the fact that it's personal and it can also be true that it's maybe limited by the fact that you're super personal but the key comes down to like what do you what want feels good for me yeah <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I know. And I think um, with all of the dramas and life kind of upheaval, I know I need to make social media easier for myself. And that does involve getting some help. You know, I'd like to drive people towards the TV series that I'm going to be doing, this podcast, you know, in a fashion that makes it easy for people to access. It reminds them that it's there because everyone misses stuff. I'd like to be a little bit more strategic with my socials for sure, but but like 50% yeah. and then 50% is like Lisa just has a plate. Lisa says what she thinks because otherwise I'll feel like my voice is being stifled and yes. I'm being drowned underwater and that would never work for me. Yeah. So it has to be a mixture of both. Yeah, and you can do that. You can totally do that. You know, yeah, I think that's, that's the key, right? Like you thinking. have some strategy, you have some stuff in place, and then you get to show up and share you in between all of that. It's only going to add yeah. to the process right? For your, com- for your community. So we started, do you have any more notes? No, that was pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, we were really just talking about um, how to maintain that consistency, even in times when you're a bit bleh. Yeah. And so, I think the key is, right, like you don't have to. Exactly. You don't <laughs> You're have off to. the hook. Total choice. Yeah. Yeah. But if you struggle if you with to. consistency, yeah. how can you make it easier for yourself? Like there's absolutely options because it is kind of like a just a thing you have to be able to do. Like and it might not it might be a regular, consistent podcast and an Instagram channel that promotes that podcast. That could be it. You don't have to get crazy, divulge all secrets of your life or, you know, what what you had for breakfast. It's just got to work for you. Yeah. And And I think that's the key, right? Like finding ways that you like to show up, finding ways. I think we said this in the last ep too, like finding ways to that you like to show up, finding ways, things that you like to share and just like double downing on that shit. Yep. Totes. Double down. Double down. Double down. Oh, my God, I hate that thing. So but do I. I, yeah. I feel like getting I, my uke out and going double down <laughs> or something. I don't know. Maybe, the uh, amount of times I was told over in the US, stop creating new stuff. Double down on what's yeah. working. <laughs> Shut up on the double, double down. down. I know. It's a very yeah. masculine thing, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, to say, I guess I got my balls out today. <laughs> what the? Um, okay, that, so that's on that real it. awkward note, <laughs> I'm going to go back to bed and watch Made in Chelsea, drinking. Uh, can I? And can I just flag coconut that milk, have, hot cacao? You keep on mentioning this Made in Chelsea. I've got no what? idea what it uh, is. What? It's like a British, um, British kind of faux reality show. It's been on for years uh, about all these. You know, the I guess like the party set in Chelsea, the rich and rich, oh, so it's, and, yeah. and they're like that. Some of them are like royalty and shit, and they kind of or not royal. Well, there's one guy who's supposedly some kind of prince or some shit. Um, but they, yeah, it's just them all partying, and you know, I love trashy shit. It's like providing mm. contrast. I don't have that level of drama in my life, so sometimes <laughs> I like to consume it on TV. <laughs> Is it on Netflix? No, it's on Hey You. I've never heard of that. All right. Okay, anyway, well, I'm pretty you sure I'm missing out on much. You learn something new every day. But, um, <laughs> but, but 
double down on that. <laughs> yeah, and, double down uh, on made in Chelsea. I'll be doubling double down. Double down on your cacao and coconut. Yeah. Whatever the hell that helps with. And um, Just my oh, soul. It just helps with my soul, really. <laughs> and my we'll guts. see you in the Keeping Good Company Facebook group. Yes. Where you answer the questions, you get entry. <laughs> Quite and, simple, really. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. for sticking around see you next monday remember to subscribe and keep good company